one in twelve. What I need from you is to tell me: can, can you still take the team forward? I can, I can take the team forward. I will not walk out. Okay. Well, let me put it this way: if you do, we'll give you some money, and if you don't, we'll sack you. I resign. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, this is Wise Men Say, episode 13. Thanks for the memories, Danny. Mm. Thanks. I mean, let's face it, that's one of the best seasons we've had in a long time. Last season, not this season. Oh yeah, no, not not, not so much this one. Strangely, it's probably last season was cost him his job. Yeah, um, yeah, you mentioned this. Because the expectation is just just so high now. Yeah. Just to let you know, I'm Ben. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Ian. Yeah, I'm, I'm Robin. Um, formalities. Yeah, sorry, we we uh, kind of went straight. I always feel like we should handshake each other when we hand to hand. Obviously, mano, why did you hand to Jenna? I, I don't know. Like, why you shake down there? Sometimes depends what the money offer is. Mm-hmm. Okay, quite good. Uh, in this episode, we review our loss away at St Mary's. We review our nil nil at home uh, today um, against Walsall. We seem to do a lot of. No nilling at home. Uh, we also have a feature because uh, it's episode thirteen, and we thought thirteen bad luck. Let's do a feature on bad luck because that's how inventive we are. And uh, yeah, we've done. We've got a, a genius, of, genius, absolute genius. Uh, that's coming up today as well, along with the usual predictions. As always, if you agree, disagree, like, dislike, love, loathe anything we say, please e- email into wisemensay at live.co.uk. So, yes, Danny's gone. This is the end. <laughs> Not good riddance, eh? No, it's yeah, not. Like, I mean, he was. Uh, that's he was dignified, wasn't he, the whole way through? You know, um, and I think it was time for him to go. I think we would have gone down if he stayed. I think we might anyway. But his record suggests that, yeah. doesn't it? His record suggests very good for one season, very bad for another. Yeah. Well, let's just get him back next year then. Yeah, good <laughs> <be an> idea. <laughs> Why don't we just do that? Yeah. Thanks for keeping us up, Paul. We're going to go yeah. back. To, we're going to go back to the other manager now. Danny, <laughs> can you take take a sabbatical for twelve yeah. months? Go and find yourself. <laughs> I know you've always wanted to join a band. Go and do that. Grow that moustache again, if you like. Yeah. That's up to you. Come back in twelve months. Take us up. Hmm. Yes. No, you're right. You did, there were some very good high points last season, and there's been some very embarrassing low points this season. Yeah. Possibly, I think actually now. With hindsight, Danny would probably have been better off leaving after Wembley because he could have quite easily found another job. Then I think, yeah, but Swindon had overachieved. He he'd done better than expected with what when he took over as a fairly average team. Yeah, but I still I still don't think he'll be out of work for long. I think yeah. he'll find no, a job quite will. quickly. Credit to the man as well that, like you said, he could have left after Wembley in theory. And but, with he, but yeah, he felt that he had unfinished business. Yeah. I know you. You've received a few emails on this one, Ben. Um, just reading, just looking at, at some of them. Now. You're talking like he's died. He's <laughs> a really nice guy. I mean, he'll be missed. He'll yeah. be missed. I remember once when I saw Danny, and he was really nice to me. <laughs> Thank you, Kevin. Danny, it's too too painful to talk. Take take it. Take this picture. Apparently, that was the reason why he left. The man could him a normal picture of a bee, but rip buzz off at the bottom. That's no good. He just left immediately. I mean, there's all sorts we could say, isn't there? But um, I think uh, Rob made a very good point. Um, Rob Dady. Rob Dady, yeah, emailed in and said, uh, things things have changed in the last 15 years and we need, Swindon supporters need to remember this is at heart. Norwich will be a third division club. I mean, uh, I think we could probably make a case for perhaps a championship club, well, aspirations, but 
he makes a good point. He says, look at the support Millwall brought to Wembley. Uh, there's a hotbed, there's a passion there, and the scope for big crowds. Big clubs are bigger now. You need gates of 15,000 to compete in the championship. There's just not that level of interest in Swindon. Uh, why not be content with a club that shines occasionally? And I agree with that completely. Yeah, it's true. And yeah. this is now a day and age where you know your most important thing ahead of aspirations for bigger divisions must be staying in business. Mm. You know, there's a lot of clubs now who are, struggle- are struggling just to keep running on a day-to-day basis. Yeah. I mean, I would rather have a team to support every single week than a team that has one big go at promotion and ends up ruining themselves as a result of it. The, yeah. the, other, the other thing that's quite good is uh, Paul Hart being referred to quite quite regularly as a relegation specialist, which which doesn't sound great. Does no, it? no, it doesn't. <laughs> it's no. like you know he can he can count, it doesn't matter like if you're a, top second he can he can get you down. It's like a doc. It's like <laughs> he, a can, doctor. he can turn it all around for you. It's like a doctor who's got the name of death specialist. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's not yeah. really what we're looking for. What's yeah. the track record? How many patients have died? Yeah, eighty mm. percent. Oh, that's all right. It's not bad, Harold. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> but no. <I'll, laughs> Just got it. He's just got it. Yeah, no, that was a good one. Yeah, yeah, cheers. He was uh, he was a good boxer as well, wasn't he? Had a had a lethal jab. Um, Clever. So, but yeah, I mean, I guess we we have to look forward now, and um, we have to hope that by 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 the grace of God, we we stay up. Mm. Poor Hart's on a hiding to nothing now, isn't he? Really, I, do, do you know I just what? think this is an absolutely brilliant job to take if you're a manager. If you go down. You can blame it on the manager previously. Squad inherited wasn't good enough. We'd already lost too many games. Didn't have enough points. If you go down, no one thinks bad of you. If you keep us up, then he's guaranteed a contract, isn't he? And he looks yeah. like the saviour. So it's, for Paul Hart, it's a, it's a win-win for me. I was a bit confused listening to it on the, on the, like, the press conference on the radio beforehand, and uh, some of the guys who just say stuff like Welsh Sound and whatnot. But he goes, "Oh, Paul Hart as well. Obviously, he's come to Swindon. Paul Hart got a great record with uh, with youth development, which obviously is very important to Swindon. Swindon relies heavily on the youth system." Do, do they? No, we don't, do we? No, <laughs> I was saying, what youth players come through, and then a mate of mine goes, "What do you think about it? like Bowden and stuff like that?" They don't really play though, do they? No. Not relying heavily. We tend to buy young players in and, and develop them, but you know, the homegrown thing. Mm, no. Not yeah, so much. Not, really. not so much. I've, I've just been thinking. I've always, I've always liked to see Doncaster Rovers do well, and I've never really thought why. It's just been like kind of an inherent thing, but. I'm thinking now that maybe it's because they're kind of like us. Only they've managed to get the, the way up into the championship, and they've established yeah. they're what we could have been or what we still can be. You know, they're they're, they're that small small club that round about. Our, well, they were not league, weren't they? But I mean, yeah. The point is, you know, they were in our league for a bit. They were kind of, and then they they snuck up through the cha- They snuck up through the playoffs, and they're now they're well, an established and, and championship side. Another thing that is with Doncaster as well. I mean, they're not going to go a, anywhere, but they haven't been they haven't been stupid enough to throw a load of money Sponsor and try and go up quickly yeah. and then when it all falls apart you n- you, n- you nearly financially ruin yourself I, I think slow and gradual progress is the best way to do yeah. it and definitely the best way if you're a manager as I well I don't feel that way about Scunthorpe though. No. I don't know why well because they've got that's rude word in them yeah that's yeah. true Thorpe yeah, yeah. Um, for me going back to Rob's email I think aspirations are dependent on generations as well I say generations on, on age because you're a rapper well, yeah, a bit. I'm not even going to answer that. But uh, for us, experience of Swindon in the Championship when we were younger, so it's kind of what you expect, what you used to. For Rob, who's about 10 years old or so, mm. he would have been there through all the horrible, really dark days. Yeah. So for him growing up, it's kind of like, well, yeah, Swindon are a Division 3 team. Mm. You know what I mean? But now, our belief is, well, yeah, we should be Championship. That's, that's part of what, what he's saying. I think there's nothing wrong with having aspirations to... 
Yeah, but there's no. But as long as they're realistic, yeah. as long as they're realistic, that's, exactly. that's, the, that's you, the thing. Do you not think though that on another <laughs> we're back on parallel dimensions again? But do you not think we've, we've got the capacity to become an established championship no, side? I don't. Because don't. I, not I, in I, not in the immediate future. No, I don't no. think uh, because certainly the five year plan is a bit of a myth, isn't it? Now the fact is, mate, you're not going to get the crowds in. Well, Burnley have just paid one point. Would they pay one point three million for Charlie? That's Championship level. Yeah. Mm. Can, can you see us being able to spend that sort of money on a player? No. I can't see us ever being in a position where we can turn down that sort of money for a player, let alone buy spend that amount. That's on a good way of putting it. To but be fair. the point that is made in that email, which is which is apt, is we're on we're on the verge of Division Four. Yeah. Mm. Aren't we? I see us. I see us as right in between a bottom Ooh. Championship team. A top League One team, so old division, old division two, sort of bottom, yeah, top, no, top division enough. three, pushing out of division three. Yeah, uh, yeah. I see us between bit, those bit two. Yo Yo Club, maybe. Yeah, we well, are. that's what we have yeah. been. Yeah, but then you still meet people who think they're a top level championship club, and that annoys me. That well, would be massive. There's no evidence to suggest that. Exactly. Uh, anyway, we are going to try and keep it upbeat as usual, and uh, hope you enjoy the uh, the rest of the podcast. Happy listening. Happy listening. Good winning this by Lee Bonnard. And he somehow finds the net from the narrowest of angles. And in the final minute, Southampton have put the seal on what's been a very professional performance. Barnard scoring from the narrowest of angles to put the seal on a fine performance. Swindon are slipping to a fourth straight defeat. Victory for Nigel Adkins' side. We're going to review our defeat um, away at St Mary's on Saturday, the 26th of February. Uh, I don't think anyone thought we were going to get anything out of that. Did they? No, um, I did. Yeah, I did as well. Yes. <laughs> I predicted well, we have, we have two 0 win. win. You've been on a good run against Southampton. Yeah, they are. Yeah, we are their bogey team, definitely. Yeah. Uh, but they kind of ended that. Do you want to say that it's because we're missing Pericard that we didn't get a result? I mean, after his awesome domination at the Saint Mary's, at the Saint Mary's, the Saint Mary's, yeah, uh, early on. It could season. be that, or it could be the fact, but just generally they've got eleven players which are better than ours. I think they they probably enjoyed that kind of putting putting to bed the myth of the bogey team. Yeah, uh, convincingly. Oh, very convincingly. Could have, could have been more. Yeah, by Lots all accounts. Hit the post a few times. That what's his name? Oxley Chamberlain guy. The one that you said that Arsenal are after. He's the one that I read this morning. Oh, right? I thought it was Lallana. La- 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 no, La- no, it was a- Alex Oxley Chamberlain, like a seventeen-year-old winger. That's the one that Ace Milan apparently sniffing around as well. I love the term sniffing around. <laughs> 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 Do you reckon Ace Milan are sniffing around after any of our players? The um, <laughs> probably not. No, maybe some of their wives. Yeah, some of our players, I'd imagine a lot of people sniffing because a couple of them are shit. <laughs> very good, very good. Well, well, that would suggest that people enjoy sniffing feces. Um, <laughs> another thing, another thing I noticed in this game is that Rose was uh, Rose was booked. Uh, so does that mean he actually made a tackle? Could be. Well, it's an improvement from him being sent off. Well, yeah, I suppose. Yeah, I forgot about that. that was a stamp, wasn't it? Yeah, he, yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't really make tackles. He's a no. defender that doesn't make tackles. He's a fullback that doesn't pass. Yeah, that's not. Yeah, that doesn't distribute. He's got a great set piece delivery though. We he's got a great, yeah, but and he's got a long throw. I mean, O'Brien's quick. You know, and Rose's got a great set piece <laughs> delivery. Is that is that it? Well, yeah, well, that's, <laughs> that's what you get in League One, though, isn't it? You get players who've got certain elements that their game is yeah. good, but collectively their elements aren't all that good. Yeah, even otherwise they'd be playing at a higher level, like I guess. Yeah, no, it's 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 true. But you know, that even happens on computer games. It does. Yeah, like in sensible soccer, you have. Someone who'd be very fast, but no control, which we've talked about. Before. And on, on FIFA, on FIFA yeah. these days, the emphasis is on chemistry, isn't it, between the between the players? What, which like 
at being attracted to each other. Well, um, not not so much that. No, more um, more more understanding each other's games and knowing instinctively the space that they're going to move into. The, the thought of we don't have that. We don't <laughs> have chemistry. Of we Simon don't. Ferry looking across the front and going, "I like you, big man." <laughs> it's interesting, actually. I've, I've always thought if Wilson was going to go, it would be after this game because I yeah. think the likelihood is we will take points out the next three games mm. and. I always think it's weird when team parts company with a manager after a win. You can't yeah. really do that, can you? You no. have to almost wait for a defeat. You could tell Wilson was going to go anyway, because if you look, he makes uh, he makes dramatic changes. He, uh, Richie, Richie and um, Obika come on, come off, sorry, on 68 minutes, and Bowden and O'Brien come on. That's a double substitution. We've really? never seen that. And he just put Pratton on for McGovern just bad. before that as well. We haven't seen that at all. So, so that was like his swan song, his final gamble his his last, in his last half hour at Swindon Town. <laughs> <laughs> it was obvious. So, Smith, you're going on up front. All right. <laughs> Kev, put your hand up. To be honest, I didn't, I didn't dare hope for any points. Yeah. Did you? I predicted 2-0 for some inexplicable reason. I know. Well, it's always a hope. <laughs> but anyone else who saw the scores when they're coming through, I was watching it, uh, looking at the scores of my girlfriend, and it was a uh, so one 0 And I was like, one oh, yeah, one-o. six minutes. And then, uh, but then I didn't look at the score again until final whistle, <laughs> and then it was, yeah, yeah, okay. four. That, when they equal- right. when we equalised, did you did it mean anything to you at all? Did you think game on? I didn't. I no, thought, not really. I thought we would. It was difficult. To I never expected to get any any points. If anything, it's like the only way that was going to be one one is if it was one nil for the majority of the game, then we equalised right at the end. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Us scoring was a bit like, oh, we've angered them now. Yeah, <laughs> well, what did you anger up a hornet's nest? Yeah, everyone's like, go to Richmond. Kev, get your posters. We need to deflect them. Follow the bee. Oh, uh, not good. No, <laughs> not good. Especially considering the thing is, the loss was kind of expected, but we could be in a situation where goal difference counts at the end of the season. Mm. I think we're. I think after that game, we were. Um, probably got two goals better than Warsaw mm. were goal difference was that was that our 13th game without a win uh, no, this no, being no, episode I 13 11, I think that was our 11th yes and it this, was our 11th oh, and today, today's today game would be 12th. 12th not our 13th no. oh, that's no. a shame because I thought it would be fitting <laughs> with the episode well, yeah, 13 it, it is a massive shame Yeah, we've lost, <laughs> we haven't won in the last 12 games it's more than just a shame Yeah, and we, I think yeah. We said, how many goals have we scored in the last 12 games four we, we said four, four. Yeah, four three four. or four I might, might actually look, look that up and maybe disclose it later on in the podcast but I mean I, I just keep looking at the scoreline it's horrible but not surprising right. well one team's at one end of the division one team's at the other end yeah they're going, they're going very and well they're, and, they're, and they're there for a reason and we're where we are for a reason I, backs up my theory that we're more likely to score away than we are at home though yeah do you know yeah. what I mean uh, yeah. I'm, I'm not saying we're going to win away but we're more likely to score yeah it does seem to be like that <laughs> we yeah. don't we it's quite funny for me that I remember at the start of the season certain friends of ours like, saying yeah Southampton aren't going to do anything this year I know. That was, I, well, the start of the season kind of backed that up, didn't it? And I thought Southampton would win the league this yeah, season. Yeah, I did. I did. Because obviously last season they had the points deduction, didn't they? I don't know if they would have been in the playoffs without. No, them, I, don't, I don't think they would have. They made, I don't know. They got rid of Pardew. That was a bit strange. Yeah, it was. Yeah, well, yeah played the Twilehams, didn't it? Yeah. Anyway, uh, that was Southampton. That was Southampton. I don't think anyone was surprised. No, no, no. Four-one formality. Very club. Keen as Swindon's players were to impress their new boss, this certainly wasn't a classic. The Saddlers had more than one close shave in the second half. Jonathan Douglas denied by the bar. And that corner of the woodwork was good to Walsall's Jimmy Walker. In stoppage time it helped him out again after Michael Rose had run the length of the pitch. The keeper getting a touch as well this time to preserve the club's fourth clean sheet in five outings. 
Hard luck for Hart. Time to review yet another nil-nil at home. Saturday the 5th of March, today, um, against Walsall. Not enough, really. No. New dawn. Yeah, new dawn. Baby, I'm Paul Hart. <laughs> <laughs> Living in just one month. I really hope that doesn't catch on. Yes. Yeah. Go on, um, Ian, your song? Um, your song? Elton John. Yeah. What, how many points do I get? Uh, all, I thought, all of them. I thought all, it was a quiz question. I thought we were doing a Paul Hart song. Oh, no, I haven't really got anything. Heartbeat. <laughs> That's, <mine. laughs> That's a classic. Yeah. yeah. If we got da- if we got David Pleat in as assistant <laughs> manager, heart pleat. That would be that would be <laughs> brilliant. Oh, Prats and Mist. <laughs> anyway, um. That that's just no good, is it? The just table an example of two teams that didn't want to, didn't, couldn't afford to lose today. That's what. Uh, yeah. that's what I think it Walsall was. Gave us a, they gave us a bit of respect, really, didn't they? I think they looked like they came for a draw. Yeah. yeah. Well, fair enough. They're, they're going to be happier, though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, a much better result for them. The table is looking more and more like there's all sorts of reasons why it could be out of our hands. Mm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like even if we do somehow find a way to score a goal, uh, which to be fair, we we nearly did. Twice today, hit the frame, didn't we? Douglas, yeah. Douglas oh. nearly opened his account again. It was a good header as well, near post. Well, like you know, really yeah, glancing, directed it well. Will he ever score? He know who he's like. His scoring record: David Batty, no, John Jensen. Uh, yeah, he'll yeah. score a, a screamer. But and Jensen scored one of the most important goals ever, didn't he? he scored exactly. in the European Championship finals. Yeah, yeah so which I, be- I believe we may mention later. We may on mention later. Well. So th- maybe Douglas will come up with. We'll come up with a goal at a vital time. In, in the European Championship final. Tranmere, last game of the season. Probably be an own goal, but it will be an important goal. Do you know what? I, that would, for me, that would be very, very fitting. Very fitting. Oh, it, no, no, but seriously, if he, if he, he did, if he did he? score, a, if he did score a, a goal to kind of keep us up or something, because he has been kind of, not the shining light, but he's I been, think he's our best player he, he's been all, all he's season. Been, yeah, I mean. Even when Charlie was there. It's difficult for him. You look at us playing today and you can see a lot of our players who we would usually not want to berate or, and I don't want to single out individuals anyway but like even the players that usually do okay are playing with no confidence now yeah it's it's really it's bad it is bad I think Cadiz is playing quite well though yeah, he's, yeah I thought Cadiz played well today. He, he does often play quite well the, uh, at the moment the players I like are the players who actually look like they care Mm. And Cadiz does get up and you're down. You're not a massive fan of Obika then. Well, I, just, <laughs> I wouldn't have what, thought. What was that? Obika today, you just see Richie screaming at him, saying, "At least make the effort to get back on side." Yeah. Like, you know, there's no point. All of all the rest of our players running back, trying to get back on side. I, if Obika's going to be, I, I'm sure. You know, you don't, you don't, you don't get picked up by Spurs without having a lot of key physical and, and athletic attributes and all the rest of it. But I think bottom line is, it's not his fight, and I don't think he sees it as his fight. No. So I think unless someone can get in his head and say, "Look." Come on, show us what you can do. Keep us up, you know. Please. Uh, <laughs> I think the beak is quite vindictive for me for the standard of English youth football. That a lot of the time, having pace, as we've said many a time, get even gets you into like the big clubs and stuff like that. Yeah, you know, and you don't really have any other discernible footballing ability. I yeah. wouldn't know about having pace, to be honest. No, but that, you can imagine just youth teams being full of pace mongers, as it were. Yeah, because they all, yeah, <laughs> pace mongers. It's, yeah. it's like we said about, about O'Brien before. Like, yeah. if you if they've got the raw pace. Teams always think that they can teach the rest. You yeah. can sort the rest out on the training ground. You can't make a slow player quick. No. And you can't do it. But you can take a player with bad touch and improve his touch and play with bad passing and improve their passing. Those things can be improved upon. You know, pace is just a natural thing. You either got it or you haven't. Obika seemed to be running at half pace today, though. Oh, I just think. I think near where you were sat, there was one chance where he, he could have easily made it, but he's just kind of ambling along. Put it this way if he was running out of a building but was on fire, he'd be running a lot quicker than he was today. Mm. 
He's, I, I don't think that's, that's, that's not a direct threat from me. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know where you live. Yeah. But email in if you. Oh, I know what we can do. We can forget about the fact that we just can't score at home, and if we don't start scoring at home, we are definitely going to go down. And we can yeah. concentrate on the absolutely appalling refereeing display today. Yet again, yeah, that was awful. Awful, Mr. Tanner. You reckon? Rubbish. Yeah. Yeah, don't you? Bad ref, bad th- linesman. Yeah, I thought. I thought re- the linesman by us was pretty poor. Yeah. The refereeing. No, I yeah, thought yeah, some of it was a bit. But you get that from every ref. Yeah, no, I thought it, was, it wasn't the worst of the season, but it would probably make my top five. No. Just edge into the well, you top could, five. You could tell, but even the Warsaw bench thought the referee had been really lenient on them because they, so, they substituted so Gray, didn't they, yeah. Gray oh, when he clearly should have already been sent off. For that, two voted um, down by us, wasn't it? Perhaps? Yeah, I mean, if that had made any contact with anyone, there was definitely a second yellow, possibly a straight red. I mean, could you see it from my ears, sir? I think it, everyone just, just before he was substituted. Yeah, yeah. You saw him go. For, he was on a mission. Yeah. He was on a mission. I did have a great, a great view of it, but you could tell from the players' reaction that it was bad. Mm. And he had a little bit of a coming together just before half time when he'd been booked. And he gave a ref plenty of chat then as well, and mm. got called over for another talking to. What annoys me when he got called over for that second talking to, if he hadn't have already been booked, then he mm. would have been booked for what he said. Mm. Because he's already been booked, he's not sent off. That's, that's not right. It's a yellow card offence, regardless of whether you've already been booked or not. Mm. And that would have really changed the game. Yeah, I don't understand that. Like, you know, you know like when refs do the old um, one more? Yeah. And, the, and then it's kind of like one isn't, more. Isn't that what a yellow card is? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, it's yeah. Like... yeah, exactly. The yellow card is one more, isn't it? Mm. But, um, I thought Granada had a good game. Yeah, I mean, playing I it as well. I would have liked to. To be honest, I think. I think we've made a. I think we missed a trick there because we needed to win that game. We haven't, and we played one up top for the majority of it. But who could have played um, with him? Abika, could he have played with him? Well, maybe if he'd started, he could have grown into the game, felt his way in a bit more. I don't know, but I mean, we... we I, think I thought Greta looked better when he played. He, when Abika came on, he came a bit deeper. Yeah. And I thought he influenced the game better for agree. me. Yeah. yeah. He's yeah, good on the ball, isn't he? He's good. He's good on the... Okay, they cut chances in the first half and he looked... Quick as well. He looked quick, but he looked a little bit greedy. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I know but, what you mean. Yeah. But maybe maybe he's getting he's getting the ball and already he, he can tell himself... I'm a league above these players. You know, mm. I can I can get a goal for myself here. <laughs> Technically, maybe maybe he likes he's playing furthest up front, one up top. Maybe he likes it when players are making the runs in front of him, and maybe. then he will release it. You know, but As you know, say he looks a bit better, dropping a, a bit deeper. But when a lot of players come in and they play the first game, a lot of the time they get the ball and they'll just want to lay it off to another teammate straight away so they don't lose it, feel their way into the game. From the minute he got the ball, the very first time, all he wanted to do was run at people and yeah, get past true. them. It's true. It's true. It and did, we, it did look, look a bit like the guy on your team who. Hogs on to it, but yes. he's, but is really good. Give it me, give it me, give <laughs> it me. <laughs> no, I was saying to uh, Robin. I don't know if you've ever seen it. You know me, myself, and Irene. Yeah. Do you think that he looks like the albino guy? Is in that? <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> yes, he does. That and uh, the Q-tip. We call John Cleverly. Me and Scott Chandler. Who? Thought it's a little bit like John Cleverly. He does a bit, yeah. So I don't, I don't know him. Even like no. pasty, whatever. We would be, you wouldn't right. be in a position to to tell them. No, not but John really. Kerry looks a little bit like Grella, so yeah, 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 I'll, I'll, I'll keep a look out. Keep yeah. a look out I, I did like Grella taking people on, and there's something for me when a guy takes someone else on. That's always my favourite thing to watch in football, and yeah. the fact that he's, he was doing that. Yeah, no, I mean, fantastic, positive, yeah, um, and he, no, he is a good player. And uh, to be fair, I saw him a few times playing for Leeds last season, and I always did used to think to myself, why doesn't he get on more? Yeah. I know Leeds has got a solid side and all the rest of it, but I did, he was one of those players. I thought, yeah, he, he, whenever he comes on, he does seem to make a difference, or at least gets involved in the game. Mm. And he proved that again today. But bottom line is, we we still can't score at home. Yeah. And if you look at the table, it's now it's looking really ominous, isn't it? Yeah, 
isn't um, it though? <laughs> well, we're running out of teams to chase. Yeah. I mean, when yeah. we come in at half time today, and if, uh, I was in the corporate bit today. I don't know if I've ever mentioned oh, that. Oh, shut up! When I came in today, and we've got you know, we've got Sky Sports news in the uh, corporate bit. This is the royal we, is it? You we, probably, we've got. You yeah. probably looked it up on your iPhones in your in your little dingy seats. Um, at half time, Dagenham Redbridge were winning. Mm. Tranmere were winning. Everyone that Yeovil were winning. You're just looking at it thinking we're in massive. That's the, that's what we're I was in saying. Massive before. trouble. It could get, it could be even if we somehow you know string together I don't know you know three wins in the next five three wins in the next six even if we somehow get that it could be out of our hands. I'm still hoping that Dagenham, Yeovil, or who's the other one you said Tranmere mm. financial irregularities. Well, yeah, <laughs> I've, I've heard rumours that there may be some dodgy dealings going on. So if anyone wants to investigate and hopefully find something, yeah, yeah. the right. thing is Plymouth. Is there anything we can do? Can we plant? Dodgy financial transactions in there. I'll have a word with my mate Dave. Yeah, he'll sort it out, will he? He'll sort it out. He'll get, he'll get them done for something. Panic over. Yeah. Look at Plymouth, they've had 10 points to that too. They got six back in the last two week, in the last week and a half. Yeah. Mm. You know, give them a week and they might be back, they might be back on our tails again. <laughs> Make the playoffs. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> <laughs> Is that how it works? <laughs> oh, they've got points back. <laughs> give them back. That's a sorry situation if we still get relegated when one of the teams even. Uh, One of the other teams has yeah <laughs> had like a ten point ten points taken off and they still beat you. I think uh, important not to lose. Obviously, first game in charge. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, but I yeah I can't help thinking that 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 was almost a. And I know for his first game in charge, you can't really do a a stick or twist kind of approach. But I think it was. I think we needed to win that game. The, the worry is though, if we'd gone for it and lost that game, yeah. yeah. Oh, then but then we'd only be, have one be... point less than we've got now. Yeah, one but, they, point. but they would. But they would have two points more. True. And that's the that's the problem, because at the moment there's three points. If I, um, I I can't see the league, and I know you can from there, but I think we're three points behind Warsaw. Yeah. One goal better goal difference we have, and we have played one game less. That is so all, technically that is if all we, correct. If we were to beat Plymouth on Tuesday, that would bring us in line with Warsaw. But I think Dagenham would still be ahead of us now. I think. I think, I think it is. I think Dagenham have got like two, two or three games in hand. Yeah, well. uh, yeah, no, Dagenham oh, have got three games in hand. But the problem is, I think that the the confidence that not the confidence, but and not even the belief, but the general positive messages that Danny Wilson was sending out. And to be fair, he was sending them out right to the end. Uh, of mm. you know, it might not have even been true. We could all see it wasn't true. But he always said the right things and tried to find some positiveness. Now yeah. that now that he's gone, the players are left with. The reality of it, and I think that showed on the pitch today. I think that mm. I, d- I think a lot of those players believe they're going down. Yeah, I really do. I think a lot of the players aren't good enough. I don't do you know think that. I oh, see. I don't think I that. do. I do. I don't think. I don't think they're capable of stepping up to the level because when I talk about good enough, it's being able to perform. I think they're good enough to, to do okay in Are League they? One. Well, yeah. They, I mean, they showed last season they were, but. I, I just I don't know well, what's gone wrong. What makes you perform? Isn't it? Maybe we shouldn't have decided that this season we'll do a podcast. Maybe uh, you know maybe it's our fault. Oh, I'll, I'll, should I press stop? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, it was it was a poor choice of uh, first season to launch it. But no, I don't think we're we're accountable in any way. But um, <laughs> I, hope, I really do hope we go. To we League. had a choice of teams. I yeah. told you, Sport yeah. Man United, but you wouldn't listen. <laughs> I really do hope that if we do go to League Two next season, we do keep our seven listeners. Yeah, me too. It's seven going. It's just literally the three of us listening to it. Yeah, we we don't want to outnumber the number of listeners we but have. But look at this way: we could be the best podcast in League Two. That's true. Yeah, I mean, there's some stiff competition. Because at the moment, we we are relegation in League One podcast wise. <laughs> yeah. So maybe this is an opportunity for us. 
we're going to show those bloody Chesterfield, whoever it is. I worry that the podcast might go into administration. Yeah. I don't know what, I don't know what would happen. Have you got any money? You're gambling again. Got, yeah. <laughs> You're gambling with our mics. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, yeah. That, that was Walsall. One all. Rhymes with Walsall. Right. <laughs> Wasting my time. One all. Stop doing it. Sorry. Okay, predictions, and uh, we're all a bit down about this, really, aren't we? Oh, you love it because you're winning. Well, even though I love it because I'm winning, because you know it's great to be a winner and to win stuff, and then when you're the winner, yeah, win a lot. Yeah, win a, win a lot. Prime it sounds so like the worst win. transformer ever. Well, win a lot. Prime, he does. Yeah, he's <laughs> made of dog food. <laughs> <laughs> That's my transformer noise. It's good. Yeah, Frank, can you do a better one? No, no. There we go. Uh, so the last round of predictions, we had the Southampton game and the Walsall game. Uh, both and the score prior to that was twelve to me, nine to Ian, seven to Robin. Both Ian and I predicted defeats. Yes. Me two nil, Ian three nil. Mega tripe. <laughs> Win a lot of primes. Arch enemy. Yeah, like, it's you good. Still about that. <laughs> okay, good. so that was one point a piece of me. And Ian. Still bottom of the predictions though. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Robin, you predicted two one win to win. Yeah, two one. So yeah. unlucky. Of course about I did. That. Of course I did. That's why I'm bottom. Yeah. Yeah. Heart before head. So. Also, Walsall, I predicted one all draw, so one point to me. Paul Hart beforehand. <laughs> Ian, you were 2 1. Robin, 2 0. So, overall, pretty rubbish all round for you guys. That puts Ian on 10. Robin on 7. Benjamin J. Watts Jr. is on 14. You're on 10 now, Ian? Yes. What, well, did you get two points then? You Double figure. On. Double figure, uh, nine. He was on 9 before he got he was one. On nine, nine, 9 plus 1 equals 10. Yeah. Hence 10. Oh, God, I'm just. I'm just I'm like, you know, in the in the 800 metres where the pace setter just drops off. 1,500, let's say 1,500. So you were near the front at any point? No, but I'm just <laughs> I'm just dropping off the pace. So That's you're the pace setter say. in the middle? You look like you'd be a pace setter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what does that even mean? I'm not even sure. Either way, it's quite whatever, it, whatever it is, it's nasty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so the matches we've got coming up, Bass, you're going to have to shout out the dates to me. So Plymouth away. Yeah, Plymouth away on Tuesday, uh, which is uh, the 8th. Uh, Dagenham and Redbridge on home. Yeah, Saturday the 12th. And Huddersfield away. Huddersfield away. Saturday the... Saturday the 19th okay, of so March. We're, we're going to do the podcast on that day, and or then. about that time, so it'll be ready about Sunday the 20th, and as Robin's just been saying to me, we'll know by then where the land lies. We, we'll, yeah. we'll know, I mean these next do you, two... Do you not know now? <laughs> I, I don't think, know. I don't know. I, I just feel... I, I, know, I said we weren't going to do it, but who are you thinking is, which way's east? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm scared. Oh, there we go. Um, Robin, you can go first. Plymouth away. I know your girlfriend supports Plymouth. She doesn't. She supports Forest. Same thing. <laughs> um, You're getting mixed up with a dock. She came in at. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> go. Dock me points. Yes. Um, we're gonna win. Go. Score one nil. Okay, Ian. Yeah, we have to. We have to win. To be honest. Um, Two one. Okay, Ben, Globetrotters, Thrill. Thrill. Nice, I'm so glad you said Thrill, because whenever we all predict a win, we don't win. No, In yeah. fact, whenever we all predict anything, we don't win. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We just don't win, generally. Yeah. Dagger Redbridge at home. Yeah, I think I think this might be our coming-of-age game. Free, free one, Swindon. Hello? Okay, yeah, a bit of positivity. Nice one, uh, I'm going to go second on this one, and oh, we lost them 2-1 to Super last time, didn't we? We went, didn't but, we? Yeah, yeah 2 now. I think it's going to be. Bass? Yeah, we're going to win it. Go on. Uh, 2-1. 
this is Jonathan Douglas's moment. This is the one we were talking Douglas about. This is his moment. Yeah, that's quite good. I'm putting there Douglas score because if he does, this is his cheesy if, moment. If Douglas scores, do you agree we'll give him ten points for that? Ten. All right, six point five. It's yeah, it's the obvious second choice. Six point five. Okay, six point five points if you get that right. Okay, uh, I'm going to predict Huddersfield away, one all. Mm. And Ian, you can get no. Sorry, Robin, you can go. We're, we're going to get beat there. Um, two 0 to them. Okay, Ian. Oh, I think it'd be a draw as well. You said one all, didn't you? Yeah, I said one all, mate. Nil nil. Nil nil. To go away and get a clean sheet there, though, it's not a bad. Bad shout. Yeah, but it, it won't happen though. <laughs> but <laughs> I mean, if it did, if it did happen, yeah, we'd be good. See, I we'd be. Uh, I'd love to like just get all my predictions and put them in a row and see how many. Po- we'd, I'd be, we'd be on so many points. I've only predicted two losses all season. Yeah, we'd have already won the league <laughs> based on your predictions. Yeah. They're not really predictions, are they? They're kind I of think, like I a, think Danny Wilson would still be in charge. Not just a situation. The delusions. Yeah, they're, delusions. they're not predictions. They're so, not predictions. anyway, current scores Robin, 7, Ian, 10, Ben, 14. That was predictions. So you're doubling me. Well, in more ways than one. Yeah. I don't know how the other ways would work. No, me neither. Time for our feature now. It's episode 13, so we're doing our feature on bad luck. Well, luck in general, but more specifically bad luck. Um, thought we'd start off with uh, an example, uh, each giving an example of bad luck in sport in general. So I'll uh, I'll start off. I'm saying Ghana versus Uruguay uh, oh, with yeah. Suarez and the deliberate handball uh, preventing uh, an African nation progressing uh, to the last eight. Bad luck stroke cheating. Or yeah. genius. Or was it the last four? Well, was it the last eight or the last four? Would we no, have last accept- eight, wasn't it? it was, yeah. yeah, last eight. Would we have accepted it if he was English? I, think he, I don't think you can accept it at all. But really? it's a reaction, though, isn't it? What he did is a reaction. Yeah. It's the last minute, the but ball's it's going in. You can't stop it with your body. You're going to put your hand it's out. It's bad right? luck for Ghana, though, isn't it? Do you know the, the only thing I thought was, was <laughs> bad about the bloody it? Penalty. It wasn't just the fact that Suarez, and don't get me wrong, I like Suarez now because he plays for Liverpool, but it wasn't just the fact that he handballed it. It was his celebration when the Ghana player yeah. missed right in front of the cameras. Because you should have a degree and the, of guilt. And really. the, way, the way he handled it afterwards as well. Saying, yeah, yeah I don't, don't, don't regret it. Yeah, <laughs> handled it afterwards. Yeah, and the way, yeah, just saying, I don't regret it at all. You know, yeah. I'm glad I did it. And it's like, well, you, of course you are. That's why you did it. You know, you, but you don't have to say that. Uh, you know. I know something's left best unsaid. Yeah. I mean, I don't dignity. Tell you, tell you about Danny Wilson, dignity. Yeah. Not. Set it up, set it up. Set set it up again, set it up again. There's a man I know. Yeah, anyway. Ian, what's your, what's your example of, of bad luck? Um, Michael Ballack. Michael, Michael Ballack, <laughs> which even sounds a bit like Michael Bad Luck. Michael Bad Luck. We should call him that. <laughs> yeah. Michael Bad Luck. Well, why is he so uh, lucky? 2008. Okay. But put yourself as a professional footballer. I've seen you play. It'll be yeah. difficult. But you can run around in the league. That's, that's pretty unlucky, isn't it? You get uh, yeah. as close as as close as you can get to winning it without winning it. Yeah. Coming second. Coming run around. The four play without the... Uh... And then you play in the League Cup final. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you don't win that. Okay, you come runner up. So that's pretty unlucky, isn't it? Yeah, that is. And then you play in the FA Cup final, but you don't win that either. Right, you come runner up. Any any more? Uh, so then you play in the Champions League final. <laughs> Do you play in the Champions League final? I got that right. I got yeah. that right. Yeah, yeah, Champions League final. Good don't win that. You lose that on penalties. <laughs> so you think oh, I've had terrible luck with Chelsea? So I'll go play for my country. Where I'm captain. You get to the final, of the European 2008 Championships, and you come runner up. Michael Bad Luck. Michael Bad Luck. That's unfortunate, so, isn't it? That is. Or was a bridesmaid, never a bride. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's hard, isn't it? That's a lot of That's a lot of that's a lot to get that's a lot of kickings to get up from. What's the name of the uh the young Argentinian striker who was at Chelsea? Oh who god went, I know. Went on to Blackburn he went he was at Wigan now, wasn't he or something? Um Is he Argentinian? Definitely. I think he's Argentinian. Oh, but you know I mean the young striker. Not Barini, the other one. Can't remember what he's called. Anyway, <laughs> Mr. X, as we call him, apparently yeah. at training, uh, he went over to introduce himself. Uh, sorry, it's like went to Michael Ballack or something like that. And Michael Ballack's like, "Hi, uh, nice to meet you," and stuff like that. And he was like, "Yeah." And then, so, what's your name? And Michael Ballack's like, "What? What's your name?" <laughs> and, and Michael Ballack, he's like, "Ah, oh, right, yeah, never heard of you." <laughs> and the joke, and Michael Ballack's like. Oh, right. I thought you were going to say... I thought you were going to well, say... Are you, you saying no one remembers second place? No one remembers the runners-up? No one remembers it. So I, maybe that's what I thought you were going to say, introduce yourself to Michael Ballack, and Michael Ballack, I'm Michael Ballack, pleased to meet you. And as they shook hands, <laughs> the young Argentinian felt a crippling sensation in both knees, because he touched Michael Ballack, <laughs> he touched and he never played again. The unluckiest man in football. <laughs> yeah. Just touch him He's with not, a curse. What's the name from the rogue, from the X-Men, that she can't touch him? <laughs> Have you seen Misfits? It's quite good. Anyway, no, anyway. So my he's, not that, he's not in that, is he? No, he's not. No, no. <laughs> I was tired now. I thought. <laughs> uh, the one you've written down here. Yeah. I'm not going to do that one. All right, fair enough. The one that they had written down was not that we write anything down because no, no. we don't pre-plan anything, do we? Because this but, is all very ad lib. Exactly. But uh, the Liverpool Beach Boys didn't. Yeah. I don't think that was bad luck. I think that was justice. Right. How's it enough. justice? <laughs> anyway, so my bad luck thing that I originally discussed with you guys was Jamie Redknapp's disallowed goal for England. Yeah, that was a good one from the halfway line. Yeah. We showed a game against Channel Five. I've tried for years to find it on YouTube. It was a belter. Yeah, I remember it as well. It's only one thing you don't remember. It's still remember. rising. When yeah, the thing is, what he's, he's done. Forty yards, forty-five, forty-five yards. I think free kick. Refs, uh, he's given a free kick. Redknapp has just touched the ball straight down, and then he's smacked it, and it's arrowed. It's still rising into the top corner. Turn around to celebrate. Ref just blows the whistle and goes, nope, didn't blow my whistle. Oh, that's no good. Ridiculous. What a goal that was. I mean, I, mean, I hate Jamie Redknapp, but for that... I think that not, does that not make it a little bit cooler, though? A little bit more folklore? What? Does that not bring more attention yeah, to the they, shot, the who, fact that it was disallowed? He never really... Never really... It was what, he had, I suppose, you know... He had an injury ra- uh, ravaged career, wasn't he? Yeah, he did. He was a good player, though. You know, uh, Redknapp in his prime. Sorry, I'm not going to... Jerry Redknapp, I, re- I refuse to listen to anything that says he's unlucky. The guy is 39, <laughs> he still looks 20. He, he's married to Louise Nerding, obviously now Louise Redknapp, who's brilliant. I'm pretty sure he's never going to play for another Thomas Cook holiday ever again in his life. <laughs> yeah, no, when, you, when you look at how good he is, good, how good looking he is, and then look at his father that made him. He has been massively lucky. <laughs> he to does, get look, those he does, it, does look like Droopy the dog. I mean, yeah, I know yeah. everyone says he really does, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah, uh, he did, the dog detective, you know, Droopy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the dog detective. <laughs> he was a dog detective. He wasn't a detective. Was, was it? He was, no, a bat- he was just a dog doing stuff. <laughs> I he was a detective. <laughs> I'm here for sure of a crack. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't sound like that. Yeah, no, anyway, yeah. bad like his sport. I mean, I no, guess we've got a few in general, haven't we? Oh, we got loads, mate. Uh, Redknapp smashed it as well, apparently. Don't know if you. Well, Harry, <laughs> Harry did. No, he's <laughs> gave a reference to the. Keysgate. Keysgate. Oh, I'm yeah, with you. Oh, very Harry hands. Uh, uh, instead, instead of going, oh, you're making a rest. That's unlucky. <laughs> well, Harry have that much hair on your hands. Yeah, that's unlucky. unlucky. Michael Owen with his injuries. So. Yeah. Yeah, he got. Uh, apparently, Michael Owen, his first injury, the one that like, ruined it for him, was he got injured at Leeds, doing his, uh, did his hamstring in during the warm up. 
and uh, I read this like some Liverpool fans said that he, he would never forgive the Leeds fans because Michael Owen was the best striker in the world at that point. Do you remember when he was, he was when he broke through like ninety eight? Like yeah, no, Argentina. This is, this is when he was at his peak at Liverpool because there was a period when he was just unstoppable. Um, yeah, yeah. When, when they won the weird treble. Yeah, and then he did his, his hamstring <laughs> in the warm up, and the Leeds fans like even during the warm up apparently this guy said that they were just absolutely vicious towards him, like mm. laughing at him. And he's there clearly in pain, and he's never recovered from that injury. That was his first major hamstring. Though. That's the problem with players, but I've got electric peso. Yeah, yeah is they true. always have hamstring you problems. To... You watch Walcott, he's going to be played with it his whole career, guaranteed. It'll be just be from hamstring injury to hamstring injury. But you can learn to live with it, and, and you adjust your game accordingly. Like Giggs, remember, he used to have all the hamstring problems yeah. for six weeks at a time. Then he changed the game, and he said that. Up he goes past like twenty five. I've never run at full pace. Well, gig yeah, but the mm. thing with gigs is he, he's always maintained that his best asset is his balance, and that and yeah, that, I suppose so. He's a slightly different. Yeah. Michael Owen never looks fully in control of a football, does he? Even even in his prime, but um, yeah, I <laughs> <laughs> similar. Um, but I mean, you could we could probably go on all day about like you know how much of success in sport is down to luck and how much oh, is course. down to you know because. Margins. I mean, exactly. just on in the Warsaw game today, the margins are massively fine. Yeah. We have it a is. shot in the last minute, hits the bar, and comes back out. Yeah. You know, at the end of the season, I wouldn't mind betting that those two points we drop there will be the difference between us staying up or not. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, those, anyway, are, those are the margins. L- Lampard's disallowed goal. Yep. The, yeah. Is that unlucky though? Or is that just absolute contempt? But I'm, ta- I'm talking about for England, by the way. That was bad luck. It's bad luck for us, but. You know, I always think that, that luck is, is the things that just don't fall your way in a marginal. That wasn't even marginal, well, was just, it? Yeah, that was can. that was clearly a goal. And, that was like Tot- and Tottenham's disallowed goal yeah. as well, that old trap. Yeah, there, I mean, I mean, is it Martin Joel? They, they ask him straight after, he's like, I, I didn't see it, and they show him it, and he's like, that's ridiculous! Yeah, it was, it is, well, it was ridiculous. Yeah. Anyway, I mean, lots of lots of luck. Uh, bad luck, good luck in sport, and all the rest of it. And we did get some contributions, so we just thought we'd go through a few of those, picked out a few of the best ones. Uh, Big Malk always uh, always says his piece mentions along with a few other people the bobble uh, the uh, bobble at yeah. Wembley yeah. Um, I was actually I can remember standing up as he yeah. was played through sort of grabbing John next to me yeah. and both of us like frozen in time like he's got to bury this and then he would have buried it wouldn't yeah. he yeah well we did so but like in real Charlie, t- he knew, he my knew mate was watch- my mate texted me and yeah. said mate that took a bubble because obviously in real no, time yeah, no just, thought he, just thought he fluffed it well you probably like me you're just waiting for the net yeah I was waiting for the net oh, to go oh. so I don't know if you you probably can remember when you think back but how Austin made that chance was brilliant because he cut out he intercepted a cross field pass yeah. but in one touch he not only intercepted it he put it enough ahead of the defender for him to beat him for pace I mean he'd done absolutely everything right and then that, that, you know, when you talk about luck, I mean that, that is as that is as bad as it gets, yeah. isn't it? The ball rolls to a point of the pitch which is uneven, and it hits that part of the pitch exactly at the point that he's about to make contact yeah. with the ball. It, it's so I mean that is as unlucky as you can it's get. It's so also. poignant as well because like at that point, two tangents existed, didn't oh, they? Yeah, you yeah. Know, the, the one with the bubble, yeah. the one without the bubble, and the one without the bubble could be, you know. Well, we don't know. Obviously, right, it's that, all that, 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 have you seen that film? Slide indoors. Yeah, like no, no, no. <laughs> the, the one, the one without the bubble, would have been us in the relegation zone in the championship, but still with Charlie Greer and Payne. I reckon. Yeah. Well, perhaps. Yeah. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. Anyway, I, I, personally, I don't think that we would have gone up to the championship and stolen it like a lot of people thought we would. No, but I don't reckon. I don't reckon we'd be bottom of that league. No. I always said at the time when we didn't go up, I said it would be easier to stay in the championship than it would have been to, to get out of League One this mm. season and that's probably been proved to be correct we'll never know, because look it? at the teams that have gone up yeah 
Um, Big Malk's main example of bad luck, however, is uh, us getting demoted uh, when Spurs didn't. Yeah. And he says, uh, the Football League treated Swindon as a club with great contempt and disrespect on the wrongdoing of a few crooked people. I blame the Football League and certain newspapers that I still refuse to read for this. As they have shown in other cases, the punishment would not be repeated. Just look at the case of Spurs. No yeah. bad luck there. And well, I mean, it is true. Should have just handed over yeah. an envelope with money in, didn't he? It's a, it's a contradiction, isn't it? Is Malk talking about the Gazette and Herald, the newspaper? He's bound to be. I mean, that's the biggest publication I can think of. Swindon Star, maybe? Yeah. Maybe Free those... Thursdays. What have you got to pass it? Swindon Star. Is it Swindon Star? Guess divided by 12 euros on £6 a week. <laughs> <laughs> you used to be one of those, didn't you? Yeah. yeah. I think it probably goes up when you're 13. <laughs> so that's bad luck for uh, we got a, a great one from uh, Rob Kennedy Dady or Kennedy Daddy Kennedy Dady Kennedy Dady 1st uh, of January 1977 so a long time ago uh, Swindon mid-table versus Brighton top of table on a day of torrential rain Swindon are 4-0 up and looking splendid 68 minutes ref says he has had enough and abandons the game I remember him to this day Alan Robinson of Waterlooville Hants what a See you next Tuesday. See yeah. you next Tuesday. Uh, so, you Jay- that though. Just <laughs> a bit of New Year's Day as well. You yeah. hung over. That's a shocker, isn't it? I've, I've had enough going home. It's 4 0, ref. I don't care. Uh, Jamie. Uh, always good to hear from Jamie. Uh, can, I just, can I just jump in there? I don't know if it's the same now, but isn't it the case now if the game goes 69 minutes, the result stands? I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it's 69 minutes. If a game goes that long, the result stands. If that was the case, then how massively annoying would that be? One minute before the result would stand. I, I don't want to say betting scam, but I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> it's six, after the 69th minute, now the result stands. Hey, after a 69, the result always stands. Oh, yeah, hey. um, is, is that what level we've gone to? No. No, but I mean, you know, it's not every day that you can say that. Um, so, <laughs> Jamie, it's always good to hear from him, and he uh, he says the Stevenage FA Cup '98. I'm sure we all remember that Digby's goal kick, Grazioli's goal, uh, the wind mm. being uh, well, the worst he'd ever seen at the county ground, and certainly I'd ever seen as well. The, the county ground is kind of conducive to make it into wind tunnel, isn't it? Mm. A little the bit. Layout. Yeah. But obviously, the low the low ends, the wind just walking through. So there's always yeah. sort of one end. Might the theory though. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> there we go. Uh, Nathan Norris. Thank you, Nathan great, Norris. Thank you so much. Great contributions. I had to couldn't couldn't fit them all in. He's a he's an unlucky guy. Anyway, I'm gonna, <laughs> well, not just generally. <laughs> like, yeah, well, you, I was going to say, have you seen him? <laughs> <laughs> Nathan, that was Ian said that. You know Ian. You know him, don't you? You know Nathan. Yeah. Anyway, anyway uh, yeah, thank you for the contributions, Nathan. So just going to read a couple out. As a ball boy, I once fell over an advertising board, which I didn't realise was loose, and then it proceeded to fall on top of me whilst trying to receive uh, trying to retrieve the ball. So that was obviously. Quite embarrassing for him. Uh, also, as a ball boy, got lost in the Stratton Bank when it was completely open. Had the entire wing of the nationwide stand as it was then, trying to direct him to the ball as he couldn't find it anywhere. I suppose the latter could have been judgment rather than luck, but he had no idea where the ball was. Um, and s- some bad luck that he saw that didn't actually happen to him. Uh, a few years ago, Billy Painter and Moses Ashikodi, remember him? Yeah, um, Yeah. Yes. <laughs> we're, pra- we're practicing shooting before um, a game. This was back. He's been very kind here. He says this was back before Billy's purple patch. What he's trying to say is this is when both Billy and Moses were, both were rubbish. Yeah. Um, and he belted the ball and it flew into the town and smashed a kid in the face. So himself flew back, knocked into a guy behind him who's tea and pie, then fell into the kid's face. It was met with a way before people realised that this kid was completely out of it and had hot tea and pie all over his face. To his credit, Painter did give him his jacket and boots. 
You've written it there, just as boot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just the one. Well, honest, if that was a bolty pie, yeah. I would say that is not equivalent value in what he's received back in terms of a jacket and boots. Yeah. Probably rather under bolty pie. Actually, that reminds me of a just massive digression, but used to play in a league at uni, and uh, there was a guy who played from played uh, on our team and he used to have a second job and he used to look after underprivileged kids he was a really nice guy and he, t- he took one of these underprivileged kids to watch one of our games he wasn't yeah. playing at the time we were all we were all uh, he was we were all um, kind of warming up and there was this guy who used to play Manson and he was he was a decent enough player but he Charles? was no I can't remember his first name he was, from, he was Scouser and um, he he was having problems Charles. scoring um, <laughs> and he, his shooting wasn't, wasn't, hadn't been great in the last few weeks and he, we were all practicing our shooting and he caught hold of one beautifully yeah. but unfortunately it just, it just went wide at the goal and smacked the underprivileged kid wow. whose hand Jay was holding right in the face and this kid just it was horrible <laughs> and it was really because uh, you saw Manson connect with it and you thought oh fair play you know at least he's hit one properly you know that's good I'm glad that happened but then it just went straight to this kid's face like the one shot he's caught hold of in god knows how many weeks could have yeah. hit one of the privileged kids so that would have been terrible yeah, yeah. that would have been worse um, anyway that's a digression um this is a good example of bad luck turning into good luck uh, to, to follow on from your four-leaf clover uh, example uh, last yes. week, Ian, where Ian found a four-leaf clover, but it was covered in piss. Um, this is <laughs> this is bad luck. Funny, is it bad? Funny, is it? Ian found a four-leaf clover, but it was covered. Totally ruined my nams. That did. Anyway, um, again, cheers, Nathan. Uh, played Chester on a Friday night. Got a lift up with one of his dad's mates. Due to the heavy traffic, the guy decided to take a detour through Worcester. The street. Uh, the traffic, sorry, was just as bad, if not worse. What made it worse? Decided a little side street looked like it could be a handy shortcut. It wasn't. And due to Worcester's fantastic one-way systems, it took us back to the start of the queue. Uh, it took us six hours to get there. Got there just as the second half had started. The, uh, the Chester stewards uh, kindly let us in for free. And as soon as we got into the gap ground, Peacock put us 1-0 up. And we got to see a second as well. So we saw 30 minutes of football, two goals, and a town win for free. So that is bad luck turning into good luck. I think that's, uh, that's reasonable. It's quite good. Yeah, so quite a lot of, quite a lot of uh, contributions. But we've saved the best to last. We've got uh, our very own Ian Rachel with his own bad luck story. Yeah, Ian, Ian the floor's yours, mate. Ian, take us back. Um, I was just story. actually before I tell the story, I was just looking at the bottom of that when he said about Peacock. Bonus won the lap. He had quite bad luck because he left Sheffield Wednesday because he couldn't get on with Paul Sturrock. Came to Swindon a couple yeah. months later. New Swindon manager, <laughs> Paul Sturrock. Didn't play many games after that. Uh, yeah, my my uh, bad luck story um, actually involves a game I played in. Uh, going back a number of years now, it was either at some under-14s level or maybe even scouts level or something like that. Anyway, it was one of the um, five-a-side tournaments they'd have of a weekend in the summer. Uh, I don't know if you've ever played in one of the tournaments where they have the corner count uh, rule. I played in one in Birmingham. Yeah, so anyone who doesn't know, basically, if the scores are even, it will be decided on which team has amassed the most corners in the game. Anyway... Um, we managed to make it through into the final, which was probably nothing to do with my goalkeeping, but we, we did make it through to the final nevertheless. Played the game, pretty sure Shines I remember... Like under a bushel, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't want to show off. Um, at the end of the game, it was 2-2, and even on corners. So we go into one minute sudden, sudden death, or two minutes sudden death. It wasn't a lot of time. Anyway, after that, no, no goals have been scored. So the referee then says sudden death corners and it was at the time because you're like fairly young they don't want to do penalty shootouts because whoever loses is probably at an age where he'll cry and the rest of his team will have a go at him and it's just just an easier way to settle it it's difficult to get over so yeah so we play this game knowing but it's sudden death goal sudden death corner um, and they get a penalty brilliant so they'll you know we think to ourselves they're going to win I'm obviously in goal 
takes his penalty, I go really big to one side, get a hand to it, push it, push it away, or, or I save it, whatever, and then jump up, shout out some sort of, look at me, I'm brilliant. <laughs> and I can't understand for the life of me why the other team is celebrating and we're walking off a pitch. I thought, it just doesn't make sense. Save I just saved the penalty. Save it. Save, we're back in it. We're back in the game. And I realised, but in saving it, I had pushed it around the post <laughs> for what was then classed as a corner, sudden which death. is a sudden death corner. Mate. So we lost. So I probably must be one of the only goalkeepers whose penalty save has meant that his team lost. Yeah, absolutely. I that actually is, think that's I, horrific. I, I think actually one of the team actually blamed me for it. I think one of them said, you could have pushed it out. Yeah. I was really well, angry. Fair, he's probably got a point. Probably got a point, yeah. yeah. That, that's the difference between winning and losing. So that's, yeah, that's bad. It's back on the sliding door. You know, who knows where Ian would be now if, if he either if held on to that penalty or just if pushed it out different. for a throw. I imagine it was a kick in in a five side tournament, not throw in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. or roll it maybe. Yeah. It might have been like side doors. He might have got a makeover. Yeah. He might have got back to the apartment to find that his partner wasn't cheating on and there was there was trophies. There was bigger trophies for winners than there was for losers. I could have had a big trophy. Losers' trophies are always rubbish. Yeah, they are always poor. You, you, I, I never remember, you, you never used to get the the winners used to get a trophy, and the losers would get a small medal, which yeah, was about yeah, one yeah. pound. Yeah. From Radways and what Bassett, bit of free advertising. Yeah, well, Dom Rogers, Mister Radway, Mister Radway, Dom Rogers, of course, as well. You can buy Dom all Rogers. All yeah, you, he'd also those trophies, trophies and medals there, uh, just in case no one yeah. who listens to this knew that, anyway. <laughs> which would be weird. Any, or if you're in devices, even trophies. Oh, there we go. We covered uh, our, our triangular um, locational. <laughs> What's the word? Come on. <laughs> Set up. Yes. Anyway, um, that, that was our feature. Hope you enjoyed it. <laughs> Set up. And that was Wise Men Say episode thirteen. Yet again, uh, rather, rather depressing uh, listening. But I mean, what can we do? Uh, hopefully, episode fourteen uh, will have picked up some points. Uh, but don't put your house on it. Um, episode 14 should be ready by uh, Sunday, March 20th, I believe. Yeah, that's what we've said, isn't it? Yeah. Um, uh, so tune in for that one. Um, and as always, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, anything that you have to say, any any you know suggestions for how we could perhaps make the podcast better or anything you'd like like us to include, uh, even shout-outs, you know, birthday requests, bar mitzvahs, all of that, we, uh, we're more than happy to do it. And we have an email address, which is... WisemanSay at live.co.uk He's only bloody done it, hasn't he? I think he's going to mess it up. No, I was going to say com.com, com. that would have been wrong, uh, wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. .co.uk He's done well it. Done. Embrace the modern age. Yeah, just seamlessly uh, fitted in there. Uh, we also have a website, which is... WisemanSaySTFC.blogspot.com yeah, Hello, cool. he's done it. It's two out of two. Yeah, it's confusing, yeah. though, because yeah. that one is com. But the other one was that's, that's, UK. Yeah, that's where you have to because mistakes get made. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, not not with me. It's like when you uh, rub your stomach and pat your head, or is it the other way around? Is it pat your head and pat I think it's no. It's trying to do both at the same time. Rub and no, I know that. But I was, rub and pat. pat yeah, head. but I was saying do, maybe you rub your head and pat your stomach. You you rub pat your head. head. Pat your head. Okay, pat I was right first time then. Yeah. Anyway. Uh we are also on uh, social networking sites, uh, mainly Facebook. Yeah, wise men say. Nice and simple. Nice and simple. Yeah. Uh, if you mess that one up. No.com or .co. I, I reckon he's in the home yeah. straight now. He's like yeah, Chris Akabusi. Like 4 by 400 No, we're caught broken! Go on, Chris O. <laughs> <laughs> That's quite a good impression. Yeah, cheers. Um, and we are also on Twitter. We tweet from... At wise men oh, say. Oh, no! Damn it, I'm so close! <laughs> I, it was the Akabusi thing that did it. Put what did I, should I go with Twitter? At wise men say... STFC. Yeah. At, just at Wiseman say STFC. Yeah, that's us. Get, um, that's three out of four. Get someone else in. Nah, it's not bad. If we had three wins out of four, we would be moaning. It would be absolutely we? beautiful. Yeah, three wins out of 14, maybe. Three wins out of... Yeah, that would be, be good. Yeah, That's not even possible now. 
three wins out of fourteen because we've already lost not one in twelve. So. How many games are left? Oh yeah, I mean there's uh, thirteen, 13 I think. Yeah. Ooh, really? Thirteen left. 13 episode thirteen. Oh my god! I know. I feel a bit freaked out. Suddenly gone a bit surreal. Will somebody walk me to my car? <laughs> I will, mate. Not you. <laughs> ben, will you walk me to my car? Well, I don't know, what's in it for me? What, what's in my car for you? Yeah. Um, KFC, bucket, bargain bucket, just bones left. Speak best on. part, best part. I mean, we, we did notice earlier on that KFC have got a bit of a marketing scam going on with the streetwise value meal. Yeah, that, it, that isn't streetwise at all, it's a scam. It's called streetwise, right? Nine ninety nine. Yeah. Six pieces of chicken, four fries. Did you, you get think, that? No, right. no, we were going to get that because we thought streetwise it's a good yeah. idea. The unstreetwise price of ten ninety nine, same amount of chicken, same amount of fries, two sides, and a bottle of coke. There aren't much streetwise. Don't try about bottles, Colonel. Yeah. Can you have a word when you're next working? Uh, I'm working. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe the streetwise thing like get a knife though. Well, God knows. I mean, it made me feel like Rebel MC back in the day, street tough. But you know, then I realised I was getting skanked. And it made me feel more I like said to Danny Wilson when he served us, I said, This isn't. <laughs> <laughs> I said, This is. Apparently, it's his first week. Yeah. Tam was still showing him the ropes. Yeah, Paracard in there already. Yeah. <laughs> got <laughs> him in, yeah, he's doing a shit. Paracard's just. Paracard, you've got that chicken yet, it's been three days. The strange thing was, Paracard got the job, yet Ferry CV was much better. It just got overlooked. Upsetting. Uh, anyway. Anyway. Um, that was yeah. episode 13. Yeah. That's the COD sponsorship gone. Yeah, yeah. there we are. Now plug them. Speak to you soon. Bye. Bye. Oh